Greetings, members of the Planetary Union. I am Communications Officer Asimov, and I have been tasked with introducing this podcast to you. The recording you are about to hear is brought to you by Captain Greggy Hochstetler and First Mates Miranda Fisher, Tim Treese, and alien expert Dr. Kevin O'Brien. Follow at Official Orville on Twitter to see all information dispatches from the crew, and go to officialorville.space to leave a comment on an episode or find links to subscribe to the show or rate and review us on iTunes. The mission is to explore the space. This is the official The Orville Podcast. Goddamn, goddamn, maybe it's those thighs that kill me from time to time. I'm the only one that sent shivers up your spine. Oh, I know how you like it, and I know that you like to ride it. Hello, all you aliens out there in the Planetary Union. Welcome to the official The Orville Podcast. Uh, we're coming to you... <laughs> As usual, like uh, a week after the episode aired, but we had a week off, so stop complaining at us. Um, you know, the two people that complain. Everybody else says we need to wait longer, of course, but to those guys, I say just it's okay. You just hold on to the episode an extra week or something. Uh, but you know, I'm your host, Greggy Hochstetler, and uh, this week with me, we've got all the first mates. We've got, first of all, uh, <laughs> Officer Miranda is here. Miranda, hello. Hi, um, Alex Arborday. <laughs> yeah, we've got the math guy. Oh, I forgot to mention Miranda is a security officer, by the way. But we've also got the math guy, Tim Trees. Tim, hey. Zero one one zero 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 one 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 zero zero one. Translation: Alex Arborday. <laughs> and we've got alien expert Doctor Kevin O'Brien, PhD. Welcome to the show, Kevin. Uh, the average alien has uh, two eyes. Uh, happy Alex Arbor Day. <laughs> Goddamn! <laughs> oh, guys, let's clear the uh, designer drugs all up out our nose. And uh, uh, we got to get started on the show. <laughs> yeah, so the music segment last week was a huge hit. Everyone, complete raves from everyone I've heard from. Uh, they all loved it. It really gets the show off to a great start. Everybody gets pumped. And, uh, you know, really ready to talk about this show. So, oh, oh, there's the echo. Oh, it's because I joined, because uh, I joined on my phone. <laughs> and then I was still on my computer. Sorry. Oh, okay. but, like, now, but now I have headphones. Okay. Cool effects. An echo <laughs> is a uh, reciprocation of audio through a pair of microphone and speaker. And it has a resonant frequency uh, in relation to the uh, network latency of the internet link. I noticed there were no numbers in that, Tim. Oh, Greggy. So naive of you to say. <laughs> uh, anyways, are just numbers. Oh, sorry. Go on. No, okay. you go. Yeah. Like I was going to say, uh, this week, of course, last week we listened to the great Alex Arbor song, Feel It, and that is Climb the Charts. I believe it's number one in every country. Uh, so we, we, we wanted to give that bump to a new song. Uh, well, this is actually an old song because it's, uh, I believe from like 2007 or something like that. It's from our favorite on the Orville, Mr. Scott Grimes. This song is called Hide and we have been bumping this all week long. I'm really into this right now. <laughs> so we just wanted to share it with you guys. Uh, like last week, I got some clips for you. Here we go. Remember the summer of 90? 
99 So many things that I never said to you If I had a way to turn back time But I never said that you had to be untrue Okay, so that's our first clip before it gets into the chorus. The thing that really struck me about this song is just how funny Scott Grimes is on the show. And then the song is so beautiful, you know? It's like he's so multi-talented. Yeah. He's, uh, um, I think he's this generation Steve Martin. Because <laughs> Steve, Steve Martin had all those great songs and he was so funny is that I just want to make sure our listeners understand what you're saying there. Yeah, sorry, I'm not. That might be a deep cut for some of our listeners, but yeah. Steve Martin was a famous comedian, musician, yeah, yeah, an actor, basically the Scott Scott Grimes trio. <laughs> well, <laughs> listeners don't know this, but uh, aside from Alex Arbor and Scott Grimes, Tim listens to exclusively banjo music. So. Uh, <laughs> Steve yeah. Martin is a, way bigger in his mind as a musician than uh, anything else. Well, that just says so much to the quality of Alex Arbor and Scott Grimes that they have almost no banjo in them. And yet here I am <laughs> jamming out. Um, I wonder if there is ever if if the Orville ever deals with time travel at all. Um, will Scott <laughs> use that? It already has twice. Sorry, oh. it already has twice. <laughs> 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 oh right, right. I forgot about, I forgot about that yeah, whole Priya thing. What are you things. talking about? What are you talking about? Do you even watch this show? I watched <laughs> this show so much. I watched. I've watched this show six times already. I've watched this show at least six times, probably like more. I've, I've rewatched a couple episodes oh, okay. just to wrap my head around it. <laughs> yeah, because of the time travel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> But I, I would love uh, for Scott to get a hold of that technology so he could go back to the summer of 99. And Man, I would love that for him. <laughs> what a treat for Scott. He could have said all those things. What a treat, treat for us it would be. Yeah. Well, how old was he in 99? All right, let me pull up some numbers on this. Uh, <laughs> okay. So he was born in July 9th. 1971 so he would have had a birthday in the summer of 99 Ooh. and he would have turned let me see let me run some calculations here <laughs> <laughs> uh so he would have gone from 28 years old to 29 years old when my numbers are coming up wow wow so... <laughs> well, uh, wait he was wait <laughs> are you he was born in 71 so he's 38 so now He's he born in 71, and you're saying that in 1999 he turned 29? Uh, now, listen, I only offer approximate numbers here. So. <laughs> it's an imp- I, are you putting me on the spot like this? I don't have it's my close, formulas in front of me. Enough. It's close enough. I was just – I don't know how – he. I thought he was like 30 – Maybe like I thought he was like 28 now or 20, you know, <laughs> and so back I thought in 99, you know, he must have been like a kid, yeah, yeah a kid. And I'm like, what is he gonna go if he was time traveling? He's not gonna be talking to some underage girl. I just don't want him to get in any trouble. <laughs> oh, no. You're saying when when Scott Grimes was 28 in 1999, he was he had the mind of a. 11 year old, so you're probably talking no, to 11 no. year old, and it would be <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> <Scott Combs. laughs> 
I mean, what, it is. what is what you're saying? <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe that is what I was saying. <laughs> I, I, I didn't hear you exactly, Tim, uh, uh, what you said there. But Everyone's- as it is, if he went back now, I mean, it'd be virtually indistinguishable because he, he's aged so well. Mm-hmm. He's, like, he's like one of those Keanu Reeves types. Well, and so. yeah. If he if if he went back in time and there were two Scott Grimes in 1999, then we would have had the treat of uh, having uh, two. Uh, sorry, I don't have all my information here. <laughs> we all know I can't remember something ahead, but the name of Scott Grimes' character in Mystery Alaska, the 1999 comedy drama about an amateur ice hockey team, no, he, he could have double acted in that, that. Now, yeah, they could <laughs> yeah. have been identical twins or a father son pair or something. I mean. What a treat that huh. society missed out on. Yeah. <laughs> well, by, not using, Scots. by not utilizing our, our time travel capabilities for that purpose? Is that how you're saying we missed out on it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's check. <laughs> then they could have included a scene like in uh, Terminator 2 where Sarah Connor um, performs a surgery on herself in the mirror, but it's actually her twin sister like through a window. They could have put that in Mystery Alaska. That would have been a cool scene. <laughs> well, that was a great observation, but it's time to listen to the next clip. Here we go. Where will we go? What will we do? Just me and you. Where will we drive? Taking a ride? Just you and I. Because everything about you makes me lose my mind. Where will we go? Where will we Yeah. See, this is why I thought maybe they were he was younger back in 1999. Because, you know, he says, where will we drive? So, yeah, he's got to be so, at least 16. So I was thinking he's 16, maybe 17, oh, right? Oh, okay. okay. And then, because he says, where will we dive? Because do you, after you're like, you know, how off, how late into your life are you diving? Right? He says, he yeah, he Olympic say diver. I, mean, just, I, I believe he <laughs> says... <laughs> and when, then he we, says, "Where will we hide?" So he's still when interested. Song, no. When when will we die? Yeah, I believe I believe he's talking about. Yeah, that's what I heard. Going to the like a community pool. Yes, I missed that part. Can you sing that? Can you sing that part, please? Well, yes. what did you think the whole next verse about belly flopping was about? <laughs> <laughs> and then in the end, when he t- when he ends it with "Where will we hide?" I, I think he's still young enough, you know, to be interested in hide and seek and whatever or whatever games they're they're into, or maybe hiding from mom and dad, and <laughs> you know, I don't know, or teacher. Well, and then that part where he goes, tanning my hide, tanning my hide, <laughs> riding well, on I a was... slide, riding was... on a slide. I was initially upset that he rhymed hide with hide, and then you think about it, it's like, oh, it's two different versions of the word, so I think that's okay. <laughs> and the slide, and the writing on the slide thing, that, we, that he did repeat. <laughs> Those meant the same things both times. But you know what? The the musicianship is so good that I just... I tip my hat, you know. He can get away with it. No one else but the, him. You don't have those clips, do you, Greg? <laughs> no, and I also forgot to make the clip of when he said... Bush lied, people died. (laughs) (laughs) 
9-11's a lie. <laughs> no, no. No, am I misremembering? You don't have those clips. Well, I didn't memorize the whole song. It might be in there, part of it. I would have clipped those parts. <laughs> I'm not saying. A, yeah, that was a mistake. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Clip three. I'm saving little money and I'm getting on a bus. Yeah. I won't tell no one, just the two of us. I'm so sorry you couldn't come along. So I'll stare at the window to write this song. It's really cool how this song tells a story. Um, but I just wish there was a little more detail. Like, why can he not tell anyone else about getting on the bus? And then also, why can't the person come <laughs> with him? I mean, maybe they don't have bus fare. They don't have the I money. Think, I think he's going to school <laughs> and on the school bus, and she—they're going to—they're going to different schools because she's not the, the right the age district. to go to his school. It so. could be. Well, he's in college, and she's in the local elementary school. He's—he's <laughs> <laughs> he's a grad student. He's very old. <laughs> Well, yeah, he, I, he's he could he he must have been on like some sort of diving team then in that case <laughs> for his school. Yeah. So, one thing I really appreciate about this song is he tells us like where he is when he was writing it. Mm-hmm. Where most on songs, is, yeah, yeah, most songs don't do that. They should be like <laughs> the song writes down in his kitchen and he pens <laughs> this song. <laughs> you say yeah. Scott Scott sits down in his kitchen? Oh, if I could That's sit down in his should. kitchen. <laughs> I'm sure he cooks as good as he sings acts and makes me laugh. Mm-hmm. You think uh, he's like got to be a pepper mill guy. He's not he doesn't buy ground pepper, right? No, hell no. <laughs> I yeah, this is this is how the song should go. I'm looking in the window of Scott's kitchen and I'm writing this song. <laughs> what will I see there? What will I find out about his cooking skills? Oh, I thought <laughs> you were going to say dong. I was, no, 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 <laughs> why, no, no, no. Why, I was thinking, if, why does he if, have that out know, in the if, kitchen? <laughs> we do, well, why not? I can, well, I, that's I, can hear that, I can hear that playing as I'm looking at him. You know, put on his gardening gloves and get the clippers out and chop some fresh herbs and <laughs> get just get the basil and start making me a nice pasta. Yeah. And, you know, like or, or maybe just like just getting a nice big old burger. He, you know, like call it the grime burger. <laughs> you know, it's you know like because my- it's, it's getting that grease on the grill. Uh, you know, what my dream is to be lying in his bed shortly after lovemaking. And then I look, and through the door, I see Wait, him with, in the with kitchen. Him? <laughs> with I mean, him or with somebody else. You know, I guess I hadn't actually thought about it, but I guess that is where my mind kind of goes. I mean, I'm not gay, but <laughs> so I'm lying in his bed, just satisfied, okay. whatever that means. And I just look out the door, and I see him nude, just cooking up a storm. And I go, "He's doing this for me." <laughs> Wow. Oh my God, Tim! You are glowing right now. <laughs> this is amazing. I just... <laughs> I mean, I, this is, yeah. 
Okay. <laughs> Let's cool off a little bit. Listen to this next verse. That probably won't work knowing Scott. It's not but... going to cool us <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> We're changing. Who's sorry now? Waiting for time somehow. I know we'll find the road. Stepping off the bus, I had a feeling the things were about to go my way. To the vinyl ceiling But I don't care much anyway Wow <laughs> Oh it's man so good. It's yeah. so good I'm like tearing up Just thinking about this song It's so beautiful When he said From the floor to the lights To the vinyl ceiling Yeah That really gets me It's so evocative It gets me wondering You know where are the lights? Are they not in the ceiling? <laughs> yeah. Somewhere else? Man, and I know, like, Tim said, like, he's not gay. And, like, <laughs> when he said that, I thought, thinking of the song, like, I don't like being stepped on. But, man, if I was that bus, <laughs> if I was that bus and Scott was just stepping on me and stepping off, <laughs> stepping off the bus with a, some crazy feeling, knowing he just written this amazing song on, on me. But only writ, only wrote the first half because he didn't know yet, not knowing yet the feeling he'd have when he stepped off the bus. <laughs> I wonder if they've written every episode of the Orville yet. And if not, if maybe we could get like some Scott Grime foot action in one of these episodes coming up. <laughs> We gotta we gotta tweet Isaac because he's writing the final episode. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think he had like three of them lined up. I have oh. to assume that that the feet are gonna be in there. Why would they not? Like they've got Scott Grimes. How <laughs> stupid would you have to be to have Scott Grimes in your show and not show his feet? Yeah, we've we've seen him. Did Wait, we have? Uh, oh, yeah, we saw his weird... Are there <laughs> we, we saw his little dangly foot in one episode. Saw, they teased us with his dangly foot. <laughs> um, did you say at the beginning of the segment that Scott Grimes is an actor on the Orville, or did you just start playing the song? <laughs> well, I assumed all the <laughs> listeners knew that Scott Grimes is an actor on the Orville. Scott Grimes is, of course, Gordon Malloy, um, the funniest dude in the world. <laughs> Funniest, I, second I, hottest. Right. So, yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know. John Lamar. <laughs> and uh, sometimes. Yafit? Yeah. Boris oh, could get yeah. it. And the guy the guy who uh, works in the engine room. Uh, <laughs> the old guy, yeah. Yeah, he looks like daddy to me, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he'd throw the play catch with me and then... <laughs> <laughs> not that I'm gay or anything, but geez, this song could not get any better except for man, this ending. They they get into the chorus. Uh, I just gotta play it, and it's this one's a little long, but we just gotta hear it all.
I want to play that at my kid's birth. I want to play it at my funeral. I want to <laughs> yeah. play it. I just want to play it every day of the week. Mm-hmm. At least once. I just want to alternate the song and feel it by Alex Arbor forever <laughs> until I die. Yeah. Mashup made in heaven. <laughs> I have a feeling next week that's going to be pretty much every <laughs> radio station. It's definitely going to be uh, this podcast. <laughs> I like it when he says, where will we go? We will never know. So we're just going to keep <laughs> traveling forever. We will never know where we're going, even when we get there. Mm-hmm. It's inspirational. Yeah. It is. It's weakness. <laughs> yeah. And it, it, it's weird because just before, in, in that there was, they, they said, you know, I know you didn't play the clip, but he laid out exactly where they were going. <laughs> the female, a female came in, a uh, voice came in and she was singing how she was agreeing and they, they, they agreed on the plan and <laughs> a lawyer come in and they verbally stated contract. They had a third party witness. And then in the chorus to, to say, we will never know. I was okay. I guess, you know, <laughs> we're just going to play it by ear now after all. <laughs> and, and that's illegal too. There was a little lawyer came in. Yeah. Well, he's that's a, just a, Scott Grimes. Yeah, exactly. You can't, you can't pin him down. You can't say, Scott, we agreed yesterday that we were going to get dinner at Olive Garden tonight. He's going to be like, we'll never know. Mm-hmm. We'll never know. And, and I just want to say, like, like you guys were saying, you guys were saying you're not gay, and I'm not gay <laughs> either. But I, I go to the Olive Garden with Scott. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. The breadsticks and salad, soups and, and salads, and the company. Yeah. yeah, there's one breadstick I'm interested. In. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm more interested in that salad, you know. <laughs> I'm interested in the spaghetti. His brain. It's a snack. <laughs> <laughs> no but it is a really good song it's a really good song it shows what a rebel scott is because you don't usually hear love songs that are like overly concerned with like hiding that's that's kind of <laughs> weird to me but this, yeah. that's scott for you well that's why i think he brought the lawyer in to show like look i do have a lawyer if you think i'm doing anything illegal here you can contact him and i love when he was rapping that's the best part when the, yeah. when the bass kind of really started going that deep like 80 and the 808s kicked in mm-hmm. and, and yeah. scott hit scott turned on the auto-tune and we heard well this is legally binding <laughs> i don't know if you're hiding it was great. <laughs> I could have done with a little less of the, you know, 9-11 conspiracy stuff in that rap, but otherwise it was something good. that uh, not enough, not enough singers or sing- singer, actor, comedian, rappers are, are talking about these days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he has a responsibility to just get us to consider it. He's not saying Bush did 9-11. I mean, he was, well, he but like, say those words. <laughs> but like he's doing it in character of like. Uh, maybe this hiding, this hiding guy. Yeah, there's like an implied maybe at the end of every single line. Like, where will we hide? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Bush did 9/11. Maybe. <laughs> I feel like a lot of other Scott Grimes types have like forgotten about 9/11, which is kind of <laughs> fucked up because they mm-hmm. they said never forget. 
and I'm not hearing it in nearly enough adult contemporary soft rock songs these days. <laughs> well, if you if you I don't know if you guys listen to it with headphones, but if you can hear in the back, there's some there's some loose change jingling very lightly, <laughs> like throughout the undertone of the whole track. So and that's just a little shout out, I think. To 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 what? Wait, what? What's the shout out? To loose change the documentary. Um, <laughs> of course. Well, and I have try to try to keep up numbers, guy. I have like really, I like really expensive headphones, and so I can turn the volume way up and like isolate tracks, like basically demix it. I have really wow, nice equipment, incredible. and so throughout the whole thing, there's this really low frequency track. So I isolated it, and then I sped wow. it up, and I'm gonna play it for you guys now. It's just that through the whole song, this one second clip is playing. It just goes. Let me play for it. The earth is flat. <laughs> so I'm going like, okay, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> it's interesting that he believes that, but now he's on the space show. That's incredible technology. It's that's, that's almost Orville level technology that you have, Sam. <laughs> I think, yeah. uh, I think the, the space show kind of proves that the earth is flat. Like the existence of space proves that the earth is flat because if the earth, if the earth were round, and you went up into space. If you kept going up long enough, you just end up on the other side of the earth. Like, think about it. Wow. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I never wow. thought about that. That is actually true. Oh wow. my god. What? Yeah. <laughs> and we are talking about, you know, Scott in relation to current singers when this song what did come out in 2007. But, you know, if you listen to his music now, it's all the same stuff. I mean, of course, the, it, musically, he's evolved quite a bit. It's really br- groundbreaking stuff it like blows your mind to listen to it but he is still talking about 9-11 and <laughs> the earth being flat and actually somehow he believes the earth is flat but then also he believes in hollow earth theory as well i guess it's like yeah. a, like some kind <laughs> of a donut so or something <laughs> yeah he figured out how to work those two together well the earth is kind of like a cake so there's like it's, there's multiple layers so it can be hollow in one of the layers you know so uh-huh. yeah so and, uh, he, and he has like a, in, in his book that he wrote it's just like a bunch of numbers. I know Tim, you've read the book. Um, oh just, yeah, great. And you, I'm sure you know it. It's all you decodified it. It's kind of like a do-it-yourself book. It was just a <laughs> book full of numbers. <laughs> it's like a it's like paint by numbers, but like instead of painting, you're like creating like language and words and stuff. Yeah, you like make your own meaning out of the numbers yeah anyway bush definitely did 9-11 uh scott we love you we love you so much please come on the show i mean we talk about we talk about one of your songs for 30 minutes just imagine if you came on the show wait so real quick the song came out in 2007 and it's like a love song right yeah so he got divorced in 2007 damn that's kind of sad all right, That's sorry. All the hiding. Cut it. Pull the, pull the plug on this. <laughs> Scott, you got to come on and explain this. Uh, I feel okay. like your art lied to us. <laughs> well, he probably wrote it beforehand, and then things kind of, I don't know. Yeah, maybe when she found out about the bus. <laughs> <laughs> you said you would only step on me, Scott. <laughs> maybe, when, maybe when she got fed up with him not deciding where they would go using to <laughs> she's like it's been 15 years or whatever we gotta go somewhere at some point yeah they try to go out to dinner <laughs> he just will never decide 
The world will never know. And they just keep driving. She, she's like, I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, if I, if you, if we stop, you'll know where we're going, you know? So, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> well, guys, I hate to say it, but eventually we're going to have to talk about this episode. Uh, <laughs> This week we watched uh, the, the Orville episode six. Yeah, the title was Krill, and it's all about those Krill, those nasty, nasty white. Wait, no, those sexy, sexy white aliens. I forgot that was the line <laughs> um, in episode one. Yeah, so a lot of stuff happened this week, and it was all good. Uh, of course, we start off Alara dishing with her friends um, at lunch about her new boyfriend, how she dumped him. Uh, I believe his name what is his Josh. Name? Josh, right. Mm. And he's basically, we all know his reason for, he couldn't handle it. He couldn't handle the strength of a woman. Yeah. It's, why were we, why were we talking about it? They were just eating lunch together and having a normal conversation, I guess. But she broke up with him before two episodes ago. I thought so. I know. No, it wasn't for sure. I think this kind of, yeah, they were on the rocks and now they're... Okay. Now she finally she finally broke up with Josh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, let's you know, let's don't worry about that because Bordis. <laughs> <laughs> well, He's before gotta... we get to that, I was just wondering, like, if she shakes hands with you, does that like break your hand, or can she like I, regulate how hard she touches I you? Think she, I think she can control it. She must be able to control it. Yeah, because when she got in that fight with Bordis, like at first she was like letting him get some punches <laughs> in. She wasn't going too wild. So, it, as a guy, and and you know your wife or your girlfriend or whatever can can like lift something really heavy, heavier than you can. Does that really intimidate you? I mean, if if uh, she gives you a hug and it's just a normal hug, but then you know she can like you know crush your skull or something, is that bad? That's like ev- that's like every woman with every man knowing that they could just all most of them could just like murder us at any moment. So <laughs> that's yes, true. Point, yes, yeah. yes, bad, but also like normal, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all I'm going to say is uh, if I was in a relationship with Alara, which I'm not saying if I would or if I wouldn't, I know I wouldn't have any trouble getting my pickles out for my sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't like pickles, so I don't have any interest in dating Alara. <laughs> I love, I absolutely love pickles. So I would put me on board for dating Alara just for the pickles. Yeah, my wife would be pissed at me if I dated Alara. So. <laughs> <laughs> no thanks. But yeah, like you were saying, Bordas can eat anything. Even like, even if you took like some sugar and made it look like a cup, he could eat that. He could eat a cactus that looks like a cupcake. Um, he could <laughs> eat a napkin that somebody uh, pre cut. Everything Wait, you can so- eat. I I believe there was a tortilla napkin. I think they went with <laughs> some some green dye and a tortilla. And so- and if we could get some of the Orville special, you know, the prop guy or special effects, I would like to know if she get one <laughs> so of them on. That that segment made so little sense because they were like, I mean, it was great, but I didn't understand I, it. Where I thought it, I thought it made sense. I didn't know like. Why are, why are we watching this? Oh, it's like, the what? future, guys. Come on. <laughs> if they're like. Uh, I couldn't eat anything, and then they're like, "Eat a napkin," which is not that hard. I mean, it's not fun, but it's yeah, not but... hard. But crunches it, 
Yeah. Everything had the same sound effect when he ate it. A napkin, a cactus, a cup, the well, thing that, wasabi. Okay. They are all the, crunchy. The thing that I'm more interested in is like, so, so if, if I was eating lunch with somebody and they're like, I can eat anything, and there was a napkin right in front of me, then I'd be like, yeah, eat this napkin. Sure, that makes sense. And then he, then our our best friend Scott Grimes goes and gets the cactus. And I was like, good, that's a good ex- escalation. But then Alara's like, now eat the cup, which is just another thing that was on the table. Like, after you see mm. him eat the cactus, why do you care about the cup? That's so much yeah. less impressive. Mm. Yeah, I was, that, that probably threw me right out the show. And, uh, you know, I took me a good 20 minutes to even, <laughs> to even, I paused it and I started walking around the house <laughs> trying to figure out <laughs> what was going on. <laughs> Uh, it just didn't make sense to me that part. It didn't uh, make I, sense, Kevin. <laughs> and, and you know, I don't. You know, the wasabi. So what? He doesn't. He doesn't like. He doesn't get any flavor out of his food. That's very hard. Because I, you know, for me, I always believed. I've always been taught that Mocklins have great, you know, taste buds. That's why if we look on his plate, he has a variety of food. If he if he didn't have taste buds, yeah. So I believe he would at least be you know, oh, this is some spicy wasabi, yeah, yeah. And then and then the cactus wouldn't that still poke his poke his mouth? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, Mm. like his lips and yeah. Yeah. Mm. And the cup looked pretty. Yeah, that looked fine. (laughs) Uh, Oh, we also forgot to mention Isaac wanted to have sex with Alara. I would be happy to attempt sexual relations with you, Lieutenant. Oh, yeah, I wanted that. that. I wanted to see that happen. I don't know why they <laughs> wouldn't show us that. Why would she say no? I'm sorry, I don't understand this. <laughs> yeah, because like make he any would sense. be so good he's at it. Like, he's the perfect man. And she's so strong. Like probably no one can satisfy her, and he can probably have unlimited stamina and strength mm-hmm. and. And it was so polite. He was like, "I would offer to have sexual intercourse with you." Yeah. Yeah, kind of like I'll, you know, if you need it, if you need me, just, you know, I'll be here. It wasn't man that she kind of reacted a little strongly for my taste. I was like, okay, I would have taken, I would have taken that offer back right there. Women can be so, women can be so grateful with men's mm-hmm. generous sexual offers to them mm-hmm. it's like at least you know consider Miranda, the stop. other person's Miranda, you don't want to say this <laughs> we're just repeating what <laughs> Seth put on paper and then on screen <laughs> Isaac offers to have sex with her um, Bordis eats some stuff Lamar says this is our new fun thing and I thought that was really funny his delivery on that line oh, oh this is gonna be fun this is Fun thing. Uh, I just wanted to give him a little credit there. Um, then we find out the Krill are attacking Crestor for a new colony. It's one of my favorite colonies. <laughs> <laughs> now, Miranda, you have many ant colonies. <laughs> yeah, I said one of. My okay, okay. Well, uh, I, I, I know which ones you don't like. And, uh, watch, just watch your back. <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> So they're like, oh, we have to go save this colony. And they show up and the ship is just shooting lasers <laughs> yes. like randomly at the surface. <laughs> and then we'll, we'll talk about it more. But they kill the ship and then they talk to the entire planet. And then immediately the guy's like, we have 14 dead. I'm like, how do you know that? <laughs> it's a whole planet. 
Well, yeah. it's the future, so I'm sure everybody has some sort of microchip. I don't know. Oh, they Come scanned on, it. Man. Yeah, they, they scanned it. it. They have planet scanners. It's, anything can be scanned in this world. True. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, they blew up the ship. Uh, Captain Orville did a freaking awesome maneuver where he's like, shoom, he's flying through the, uh, the, the atmosphere and that puts up a smoke signal or something. It like uh, keeps them from being able to see what he's doing. He has yeah. Gordon sh- go straight up, then he shoots all the torpedoes at him, blows them straight up. Well, on that, I thought it was really brave of the show to not have you know anybody kind of come up with an idea or like even mention something about that. Talk about that. Say, I w- you know, if I was a writer, you know, amateur like me, I would have probably written something like, uh, "Oh man, something stupid as fuck." Like, oh. Uh, Man, it, I, I'm I can't uh I can't get my head around the, my head. I'm feeling spaced out at the ap- out of the atmosphere. And then Orville would look at me and say, "Space atmosphere? We got to ride in between the space and the atmosphere and create a smoke screen." See, you know. But Orville, like you know, that thought it was pretty brave to just have him like that's establishing the character. He comes up with ideas on the fly. Like, refuses you know, to explain them. He doesn't need any help. <laughs> like, can you do it? He's like, yeah, but it seems like a bad idea. He's like, just do it. I'm the captain. You Fly in the atmosphere. Do it. You're my driver. You're my little driver boy. Drive. <laughs> I'm your daddy. Gordon, when I say straight up, I mean straight up, you little uh, piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then the part... Where they have a fire burst out, and he's like, well, don't we have an automatic fire suppressant? And then Alara's just like, that's what's on fire! That's funny. Well, see, that's this is... The panel. Yeah, so I think Seth MacFarlane has had these ideas like percolating in his brain for a long time. He's like, uh, I want to have this show so that I can finally get out into the world these cool Star Trek jokes I thought of. And one of those is like that panel that blows up, and that's the fire-resistant panel or whatever. But yeah, they had to do that whole maneuver because the, the Orville goes up against this destroyer and it's way smaller. The destroyer is way more powerful. So he had to include all that business to show why the Orville was able to destroy this huge ship. Um, and it, it was masterful. It was really good. Yeah, I mean, it just goes to show that Gordon really is the best pilot in the in the freaking universe. And uh, <laughs> Orville's the best captain in the universe. And that they, they make a really great duo, and then if they happen to get into some off-ship adventures more often together, you know, I wouldn't be too uh, displeased as a viewer. Absolutely. Maybe uh, they get up uh, to a little bedroom mischief, you know? <laughs> Just the two of them, all alone on that krill ship for a long time. Where will they hide? The world will never know. When they're with- cosplaying in their sexy krill outfits you know that's <laughs> yeah i was surprised they could even keep their hands off each other when they're in those krill outfits man man a orville krill uh, an orville krill <laughs> man. Uh, that's unfair uh i gotta go to the bathroom <laughs> <laughs> oh. i don't wait too late <laughs> <laughs> yeah so they blew up this ship and in the wreckage they find an intact krill shuttle so captain orville says oh we got to send this back to the planetary union so they can study it but the uh, the boss from the planetary union um i didn't get her exact title but she was kind of his boss 
Um, she wants him, Captain Orville, and Gordon Malloy to go undercover as Krill uh, to go find their Bible. I believe it's called the Ankara. Sorry. Uh, so, oh, sorry. What now? Sounds Alara. right. Alara. You're thinking of Alara. <laughs> oh, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> it's mostly Gordon and Captain Orville in this episode. You don't get a lot of the crew, but. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I missed all my. I missed, missed all my other friends. Well, it was John Lamar. Yeah, he's the best. I, I wish he was in more of the episodes. <laughs> yeah, watch your freaking. <laughs> yeah, watch your mouth. I think you're about just, to say. I, I don't think it's very nice because he and he and uh, Gordon Malloy are, are best friends, and they yeah. split him up in this episode. That wasn't nice. Yeah, that was that was really sad. That for <laughs> for those whole that I was at least thirty minutes that they were not side by side. Yeah. I couldn't fist bump for that whole time. Do you think Gordon and the captain are better friends or Gordon and Lamar? Oh. I think it's hard because Gordon and the captain have such a long history, but Gordon mm. and Lamar spend every day side by side. Mm. Gordon, the luckiest man on earth. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think Cap- Captain Marvel is one of those guys who's like best friends with everyone, you know? Oh, it's true, almost yeah. like yeah. he's everyone's yeah. best friend. And then they if they're lucky enough, they have another best friend who like actually spends a lot of time with them and stuff. Yeah. Like everyone's like, oh, uh, Orville, will you be my best man? Like, oh, Orville, yeah. will you be my best man? Yeah. And then like yeah. he's like, look, guys, I can only get married uh, once, maybe twice, I guess twice. And so he, maybe he's going to get like one other best man. But, you know, he's probably going to take so, <laughs> so do you wait? Was Gordon... Was Gordon Captain Orville's best man? Do we know this? Is this canon? I don't know if we know that for sure. He must. Seems like he would be, right? Must be. This was before she cheated on him, so you know he he would have he wouldn't have protested the wedding. What Uh, if the blue alien had been his best man? That would have been so fucked up that Kelly. Oh man! Flashback, please. Flashback (laughs) to that. How long do you think they were married? When did they get married? Well, they got divorced a year ago. Right. I know that. Well, now it's like a year and maybe three years. Maybe it's like two. <laughs> a year and three years. <laughs> I don't know. With future technology, we don't know how old they all are. Oh, true. So, they're, they're definitely been, the same age. They look the same age. <laughs> when we were only having the two main guys, I uh, I was really missing. <laughs> I was really missing. Ke- Sorry, I couldn't get through. I'm really missing Kelly. I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Well, I wanted to mention that. So uh, they they try out their new costumes. Gordon has uh, the, the the captain under you know arrest as a krill, and he comes in like, "Oh, I'm gonna kill the captain," but it's just a big prank. And Kelly's like, you know, she's being a total bitch as always. She's like, "Oh, why are you doing these freaking jokes when it's so serious?" And he's like, "Can't you see I'm doing these jokes because she I'm scared off my ass right now." doesn't understand she doesn't get it that he's freaking vulnerable right now and sometimes he's gotta yeah he's gotta crack a joke just he's a clown he's the sad clown you know and she doesn't get it she's never been in those situations uh it was totally inappropriate of her to be upset that they (laughs) pretended like oh i will i'm sure she was like Oh, someone would have shot you and killed you or something like that. And then it's like, mm-hmm. no, that's not going to happen. It's no, fine. We'll just, we'll just go to the med bay and get healed, you dumbass. <laughs> yeah, like uh, it's the future, Kelly. Come on. What do you think? We're back in that? 
Or do you think Captain Orville was really scared? They say he's no. on the show, but come on. No, he said that to make Kelly like look dumb get in line. Yeah, look like a dumbass. Because you know what? Like she can be a real, you know, whatever. But you know, <laughs> but she can also be a dumbass. <laughs> he's so much cooler than her. Like he's so much cool. She's. I don't know if it's the writing or the acting or what. I mean, I'm actually 100% sure it's the writing. <laughs> she's just like so annoying. I think the acting's got to be got to be part of it. I think she's a she's probably a really good actress, you know, for yeah. a woman and because she's <laughs> able to portray how fucking annoying mm-hmm. Kelly is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she she can't have the the character can't be self aware that I think a lesser actor would probably give off that vibe and no like she she has no idea what a dumbass you know be you know you know what I'm about to say. <laughs> <laughs> We're allowed to say it about Kelly. That's the only character we yeah. can say that about. Yeah, because she's a bitch. <laughs> uh, so they get on the shuttle. They're going to the Krill ship. Uh, they do a very funny bit about how aliens have weird names, and uh, they, they try to come up with some good krill names. We forgot to come up with krill names. Oh my god, you're right. Yeah, what do krill names sound like? I don't know. I don't think anybody knows. Probably exotic and alien? Probably, yeah, like Quarznoth, like that kind of thing. Zang, uh, Tozan. Kriuloxteen. Probably not Steen. No, not Steen. Like a Haj? Valorp? Fruzenglaja. Yeah, see, any one of these could be right. We don't know. But they forget to actually settle on anything. When they get on the ship, they say their name is Chris and Devin. Yeah. <laughs> 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 to me, that was the funniest part of the show. I laughed so much at it. Wait, no, there was one funnier part I'll tell you about later. But this part, at this point, this was the funniest part to me. Well, I had already marked off, like... On my on my laugh calendar, I almost filled up a month. You know how I do my laugh calendar. I just I have a yeah. calendar full of full of months, and yep. I just every time I laugh, I fail. And then when I'm done, I get a new calendar. Yeah, each day is 100 laughs for you. Yeah. And so at this point, you had already gone through a whole friggin' month worth. Yeah, Wait, because so... I do per laugh. Like ha ha, that's two laughs. <laughs> So you're wait. So are you already in November? Like, is it November for you? Right By now? this point, it's it's Whoa. like it's late. No, like Thanksgiving's over. You know. Are you time I'm, traveling? I'm, I'm almost I'm almost done with the leftovers. You know. <laughs> the show. <laughs> Kevin, time travel. You like that show? I know you like that show, Kevin. Yeah, I'm, I'm like a looper. Yeah, man, I I do love the leftovers. You like all those dogs in the show? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think if you don't believe in dog theory, you know, Google dog theory because <laughs> the dogs are the real, you know, dogs are the disappeared in the leftovers. Spoiler. <laughs> I'm not going to worry. Don't worry. Sorry. If you ever watch it, this, the ending is all these dogs transformed like animorphs into humans. <laughs> Hey, wait. Uh, sorry, I have a question. Uh, is this show the Orville? No, sorry. Then I don't. I don't like it. Sorry, I don't like it. Give me my lashings. On the Orville, we saw that dog licking its balls, and I think that that dog was probably a human trapped in a dog body. Oh my god, it's a leftover from the leftovers. Yeah. <laughs> if I was a dog, that's what I would do. 
they probably reused the set, and that's one of the dogs that was just roaming around. <laughs> they are really bad at being krill. That's really funny. Well, they escape undetected for so long. Yeah. Well, they do. The some of the krill do get suspicious about it. Like the priest guy, he gets suspicious, yeah. but somehow he's the only one. <laughs> When they're acting so weird. Like, if these guys were acting this way on a human ship and they were just pretending to be like pirates or something, you would think that was really weird. But they're yeah, on this. Freya, <laughs> Freya did like nothing weird. And Kelly immediately was like, she's evil. She's trying to destroy us. Yes. And then they're like, uh, uh, my name? Uh, it's, uh, Daryl. <laughs> uh, what, what my ship was called? Uh, it was the, uh, it was And then. Malloy keeps making all those jokes about Avis, which yeah. I don't. I don't think I got most of them because that guy knows a lot about Avis <laughs> Right. Well, and he calls out that it's a 20th century thing. Yeah. But he knows so much about it. I because uh, at first I was like, maybe it's still around, but no. Like he no. just is an expert in 400 years ago the rental car companies because he yeah. drops spirits too. Especially when it's been so yeah, exactly. Like it's been so heavily nothing. established. He doesn't know the capital yeah. of the United States. Yeah, but he knows a lot about Avis car rentals. And that was what really <laughs> cracked me up. That was my number one laugh of the show. Guys, guys, he's a driver. Of course, oh, he's gonna know all okay. about Avis oh, car rentals. Oh, they, go, they go to school, you learn yeah, about everything yeah, 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 yeah. that has to do a game behind the wheel. You know? Well, you think uh, he's ever? Uh, you think he maybe... ever drives drives a bus? Oh. He oh my gosh. Maybe he had to go. He's at work. Maybe he's the bus driver. And he's a bus school bus driver. Were, were you guys happy with the explanation of why they had to send Orville and Scott? I did not listen or remember or pay attention to that. So Well, Gordon yes. is the best pilot ever, so he has to fly the shuttle. Needed for some, I guess it's safe. I'm, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. The captain, well, I they, don't remember that one. Why he was the one? Oh, because they were there. Oh, he's like, well, we need to do it now, or they're gonna figure it out. And you're here, even though they said they can travel like ten light years in a, a minute or something. Mm-hmm. Man, I don't know. You're the numbers guy. I don't, I don't even can't even fathom what that is, what that means. Uh, let me crunch the numbers here. Uh, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so they're in the Avis church, and uh, we find out Krill friggin' hate humans so much. They use their severed heads in church. Um, it, it was very realistic-looking sever- severed head there. The priest stabs it, and they pray in a different language. This is the first time a different language has ever appeared on the show. <laughs> it's in the Krill prayers. Like, they don't speak that language, but they do use it to pray. Mm-hmm. So it's... I'm so dumb because it's so hard to believe that they're like, we don't know anything about this culture. There's been like no historical connection between <laughs> our culture and their culture. And they get on board and it's like exactly the same. They speak American English. <laughs> they have a religion that's very similar to like every human religion. And they have like all the same structures and cap- the captain's chairs like in the same location on the bridge as in the Orville. Well, I- and I appreciate that they even... You know, they mirror they, the same sort of uh, hierarchy on the Orville where, you know, the size of the ship is enormous. And and if you figure the Orville has 300 people and this ship is 
you know, 50 times the size of Orville, that must be, you know, I don't know, Tim, you can do the math, it's probably like 15,000 or something. Yeah, run you know? the numbers here. It's uh, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So, and then, you know, but all we see is, uh, you know, it's a very small congregation of about 21, <laughs> I think, or 22, you know, believers. You know, with the church... I, I just imagine a bigger church, or, but, you know, maybe they have a lot of space for all their weapons and their maybe school. Maybe they have, like, a lot of churches. <laughs> yeah, like, every deck has their own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, when they were stabbing the human head, which, I don't know why, but okay. <laughs> uh, like, <laughs> there's, like, 20 people in there, and then Scott and Orville are just, like... <laughs> Visit like so obviously <laughs> shocked and appalled by it, and everyone is just like, "Okay, that's not suspicious at all." And going to church was like a set time of the day, uh, and it seemed as though they go to church like a lot because they're very religious. So, how many severed human heads are in the ship? <laughs> I'm sure they were just plucking them from Claim Palm Four, just you know. Well, maybe they have the same like uh, food generation stuff as the Oroville. Maybe they can just go to the computer and make it make a human head for them to stab. Also, oh. why why do they only hate humans? There's so <laughs> many races in this universe, and like just, humans are maybe half of them, and that's already not believable. And they only care about humans. <laughs> well, the, the humans are like obviously the main threat to them because they you know they're just so exactly alike, and humans are the main obviously. I, they must be the main race, you know. Um, yeah, based on what we've seen, they're definitely the main race. Because the Planetary <laughs> Union seems everybody in the High Command is is a human. I don't know, Planetary Union, I thought there was, you know, more than one planet, you know, more than one race. But uh, I don't want to get into, like, you know, breaking down, you know. Yeah. You know, who's in okay, charge? Okay, alien I'm... expert, yeah, don't break it down. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, they're humans. I guess they're kind of aliens, you know, if you think about it. Oh, is that a political thing? Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> okay, all right. Although we could discuss the krill, the krill borders. I think maybe, maybe he's trying to say like you know the krill are the, are the, you know, I, I don't, I don't want to say it. I don't want to say it. But the krill, they have this book, and you know, I feel like they're trying to say that religion is bad. No, I, no, 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 no. I don't know. No. I don't. I didn't get that at all. I, don't know, uh, I feel like they were saying it was like savage, and uh, <laughs> they do say specifically that the more you know about science, the less you believe in religion. So wow. I thought that I, was a I, joke. I, oh, I assume they were just saying science is bad. <laughs> All this progress that we've made is is bad because it took us away from God. So yeah, the the captain's Captain Orville's main mission is to take pictures of their Bible. And so they, they go to work on that. The priest that's suspicious of them catches them doing it. They're just like, oh, we just wanted to read about Hertz or no Avis. I mean, because of how uh, much we love him. Oh, yeah. When they And then he said, like, did you find the passage that helped? And they said, yeah, I was sure that he was going to be like, what passage was it? But instead, they were just like, it's like a back massage for the brain. It's uh, always love reading the thing. And he's mm-hmm. like, okay. Go on. <laughs> and he kind of like taps his chin. He's like, mm, I've got my, you know, I've got my doubts about you too. Yeah, it's so Devin blunt. and Chris. <laughs> it's so blunt and overacted. It's like, hmm, uh, hmm, I don't know, but I don't. Okay. Hmm. Are you saying that actor was bad? 
No, 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 no. Sorry. Uh, I'm blunt and overacted. Oh, okay. <laughs> the show's great. I love the show. Okay. Well, you got to imagine with all that makeup he's got to work through, it, it must be that tough. Sorry, when you're wearing the outfit and you, f- you feel like being, you know, putting on a little, you know, yeah. you know little extra sauce on everything. <laughs> Speaking of a little extra sauce, like every scene on this Krill ship is filled with the sound of like rubber squeaking because of the costumes they're wearing. But <laughs> yeah. they must have added that afterwards. Like... <laughs> Well, they're holograms, so this is this is something that I had an issue with. The technology, mm, I don't know. Yeah, I don't want to get into what is possible, and you know, in the, in four hundred years. Um, but I don't know the technology, the hologram that you can physically manipulate. I don't know, Tim. You're the numbers, and technology is numbers, as you talked about earlier. So, yeah, it. Uh... I was trying to figure it out, and my understanding of hologram, just going off of the Latin roots and the you know cultural interpretation of the word, is it's just light. It doesn't have any real physical presence. But they got like manipulated, and they clearly had pockets that they were using. Because gram gram is a weight thing. So if it doesn't have a physical presence, how could it weigh anything? Don't and don't ask my gram how much she weighs. Please, <laughs> please don't. Uh, you know what? That must be well, where I went wrong. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't catch that. I'm. I'm really sorry, guys. Um, my guess on this is, and this is totally just a guess on my part. Um, it does play a heavy role in the the fan fiction I'm currently writing, but it, it's like those holodecks that they go on where like you, there's all this stuff going on, and you can actually touch it, like the the ogre that he fights with and stuff. Um, but they can just carry that around with them in their pocket, and it goes over top of them. So that's my guess on it. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Also, like, this is another one of those things where, like, the existence of this technology should probably be known to them. Mm-hmm. It would be, like, massive, right? That you can pretend to be anyone. Like Isaac just invented it for this <laughs> this trip. Guys, it was smart. like, let me let me whip up some shit for you real quick. <laughs> it's like uh, what I imagine it's like after lovemaking with Scott, and I'm like, no, there's nothing good in the fridge, and he's like, oh, let me whip something up here, and it's like the best thing I've ever eaten. <laughs> Man, in his kitchen, in Scott's kitchen, like he invents a new dish completely, and I'm like, this is better than cheesesteaks. Kind of like in, I'm not saying I like getting stepped on, but to be Scott's kitchen and he's just walking around <laughs> barefoot. <laughs> Scott's kitchen floor, sorry, I don't know. Or to be <laughs> any part of Scott's kitchen, mm. chopping onions on me on the, I could be the counter. <laughs> oh. He's just laying raw, raw fish on me, just, you know, <laughs> seasoning it, seasoning with adobo and blackening, just whipping some wild. Wow, okay <laughs> guys we gotta yeah we gotta cool down um Sorry. so there's the scene so the cap falls off <laughs> so there's the scene where the priest catches them <laughs> then there's a scene where the priest goes and talks to the the captain and says he's suspicious and you know immediately after they're back in there doing the bible thing again like it, it's right after each other. It was kind of weird to me. Uh, probably an editing thing. There's probably like maybe, I would assume something they had to cut for uh, censorship reasons or something. But uh, so <laughs> the the captain decides to send a guard, and oh my god, their costumes break for a second there. Man, I 
was so scared. Yeah. That was the ticking clock moment or whatever the fuck that <laughs> I, hell? you know, I don't know. I'm not a you writer. Know what, you know what it made me think? It made me go, where will they go? Where will they hide? Man. <laughs> yeah, so Man, they're sneaking it, all over that room to keep out of the guard's eyes. And they duck really well. I just want to say for, they're nimble. Mm-hmm. They're nimble guys. They're quiet. They're like, they're basically good at everything. Like whatever situation they're in, if it requires like a physical skill, they have it guaranteed. Well, I don't mean they're, to skip ahead, the best, but they're the best guys that there are. That's established. I, I don't mean to skip ahead, but I, I'm really glad this episode reestablished the fact that at any moment Oracle could just knock the shit out of you just with one quick little <laughs> whack. He can't open a jar of pickles, but he can't punch you out. <laughs> immediately and and i gotta say to um uh isaac uh you know you know good job with the suits and this you know crazy technology but if you could have made me like a quicker way to scan that book man you could have (laughs) really really saved our boys some trouble yeah and they get on their computers at one point and are looking at like their literature and stuff uh it it may it made me wonder. They don't just have the Bible on the on the computer at all. You have to go to the physical paper book for it. Well, there's one Bible per ship. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they say so. Well, and they they allude to like it being very normal to read it daily, but like no one has one, mm-hmm. and it's so heavily <laughs> guarded. And they get very suspicious if you go look at it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but they get their uh, costumes working again. They figure out the reason why it was messing up was because there's this big giant bomb it's on the, the ship. It's the frequency. Yeah, mm-hmm. the frequency of the bomb is making their suit go crazy. And until... that was pretty clever of Orville. That was pretty smart of him to just realize that it was the frequency. <laughs> yeah, just, just he's just freaking. He's just on his game. Like he, you know, earlier he was fucking up. And now they're letting you know he's on his game. I think this just show me have realized, well, we keep having Captain here fucking up a little too much, you know? So let's get him back on his game, you know? <laughs> and sorry for all my young listeners out there. I'm I'm, cur- I'm throwing out the Fs today because this episode was <laughs> badass. <sighs> it was. Can we can we agree on that right now? Oh, will absolutely. You all I, yes, I vote yes. Yeah. Okay, yes. great. And if you're tired, turn on this episode. You won't lay on your back away from <laughs> away from your screen and kind of drift off, drift off for a few minutes. <laughs> Yo, I forgot to mention that earlier uh, they meet a woman at church. I believe her name was Talia. Tal- that's a normal name. That's just like a, a like a Hebrew name. <laughs> yeah. Are they saying that Jewish people are aliens? What are they saying? Well, no, specifically on the on the ship on the way there, uh, he he mentions you know putting Steen on the end of a name, and mm. Gordon says no 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 don't do that. Although maybe he was right, maybe he had the right instinct there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I don't want to get out of line here, but Judaism is a religion. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And, don't see where you're going and, keep going and in the show they say religion's bad and the, the, the 
the guy, the krill, they practice a religion. Okay, I think we have enough dots out there. (laughs) Folks, get out your pens, connect them on your own. But uh, So yeah, they end up going on a date with this woman they met. Of course, as soon as she met the captain, Captain Orville, she was instantly head over heels for the guy. Um, She tells them, like they ask her about the bomb, and she gives every detail about this thing like immediately. I mean, it's Orville Krill. I mean, he, I would be t- telling him about all, everything I've ever done and, that I thought was somewhat cool. But like, yeah, yeah, I know this. Yeah, we got this bomb. Yeah, I would, I would have. <laughs> Man, Orville Krill. <laughs> oh, and I think it was last week where I mentioned where I think uh, Seth kind of starts at a moral dilemma and then works backwards. Uh, and I, I think that kind of is what we got with when she takes them to go see the kids on the ship and he's like, Oh, wait a second. I can't blow up this ship. Cause I would kill these babies. Uh, and they, I, I don't want to say anything mean about child actors. It, it was probably the makeup, but these kids look so freaking weird. <laughs> wow. That's kind of, All the you know, as an alien are... expert, that's kind of fucked up to say that. I'm sorry. As yeah. look, Anytime there's a child alien on this show, <laughs> I no. don't want to say it. I like what they do with the makeup for the child actors, and I think it's good. <laughs> and I knew you're saying they look like you want to kidnap them. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Didn't that's, I, that's on purpose. Like, Yeah, that's what I meant that I didn't like about about this. Weren't we talking about how they kidnap a child in every episode? (laughs) (laughs) True. They get a whole whole classroom full this time. I know. So the the big plan that they come up with is they're not going to kill the kids. What they're going to do is they're going to turn off the lights for the kids, but then they're going to turn on the lights big time for all the uh, adults. Krill, we discover, cannot take uh, UV light. It, it burns them up. And so they're going to get big time UV lights, uh, fry these Krill up, and they're all going to die. And it's a good plan. And, uh, and he thinks of it because he's talking about, he's telling the kid about UV lights. He's telling him about the sun or some shit. And then he's like, oh shit, I'm smart as freaking heck. <laughs> So I'm smart Kevin, as an egg? No, freaking heck, but yeah, I'm smart as freaking, 20, freaking 100 egg. eggs. <laughs> Kevin, did you do anything since when you got up? Because it's way buzzy right now. Oh, sorry, yeah. I had you to unplug your computer? I, I, had uh, to, I had to plug it in. Oh, no. Sorry. Hold on. Well, if you want to take a break, Greggy, you can check out all the good pictures i've been posting in the chat oh i have been that's why no oh, okay okay that's why i uh, <laughs> laughed like at random a minute ago with the, uh, is this still messed what up what was the one uh no it seems okay is it yeah maybe uh, I, I have, it's pretty buzzy but I that's just okay found the, i just found the i just found the mother load and i'm gonna send it right now <laughs> to the chat okay well, the one with with the re- super red hair couple yeah, of okay, that was crazy. You see what I just said? Uh, it's not loading yet. Hold on. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's the perfect picture. That's what I want to see. Oh They're man. They're about to watch. They're Get her out of there. Get that woman out of there. <laughs> it is the perfect picture. <laughs> it's stuck arms in the kitchen with wine. <laughs> 
the priest catches Malloy. Uh, oh, I have a note that they reused fight footage after commercial. Like uh, Seth fights one of the krill and then uh, comes back from commercial and the same exact thing happens again. Um, <laughs> I don't know why, but it's intentional. <laughs> probably another time travel thing. Oh, no. Remember, we established canonically that they have parallel universes. Oh, so true. maybe we switched from one universe to another between the commercial break. Yeah. I've got a note that they definitely opened their helmets in episode one, I swear. Um, I did find a gif of that. Uh, but that's okay. <laughs> that, yeah. It's fake. <laughs> well, I assume they were Gordon really... <laughs> well, maybe. But also, Gordon probably really pumped up this UV because he does get a big sunburn, we find out later. Um, so the the plan goes almost perfect. They they set off this uh, UV thing, but the krill do shoot off the bomb. But luckily, the UV goes off right in time. Uh, Gordon is able to shoot lasers at the bomb, blow it up before it can heal. Rhonda Five is the name of this planet. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a hundred thousand people on it. Yep. So, so they save the day. Uh, they take this huge. Uh, Krill ship to the planetary union and they captured the ship. Uh, they, they have all these kids that they're, they say they're going to send back to the Krill homeworld. Like, how is that going to work? As soon as the kids were revealed, I think, you know, Seth had a lot of time thinking about how they just blew up a ship that there was probably a bunch of kids on earlier at the beginning of the episode. So, <laughs> yeah. So he was dealing with that. <laughs> He was dealing with that the whole time. Oh, that's true. Jeez. So that's why he was pushed so hard. Because, you know, <laughs> you know, logically, if we had maybe like a Spock-type character on this show, you know? Like, because, uh, you know, I mean, I'm not saying, I mean, Isaac's great, you know? <laughs> but, or and, and Bordis are great. I don't know who's Spock. Why am I even talking about that <laughs> shitty show? But, you know, logically, you'd say, oh, you got to kill these kids, you know? Because they're going to come back next season and be angriest you already showed them planet earth you know yeah because i don't think they knew <laughs> before <laughs> anyway that's a good point yeah so they end the show captain orville goes to talk to his girlfriend talia in the sick bay or she says why did you save us why did you save me why did you save the kids he said well they're they're just kids they haven't been taught to hate humans yet and she said well now that you killed their families they're going to grow up and hate you uh so that was that was a great point and uh really funny that was really funny <laughs> this this whole episode <laughs> was just cracking me up the whole time the avis stuff um <laughs> yeah and that part where she's like you killed all their families and then orville just looks right at the camera and goes like yeesh <laughs> Yep, so that was this episode. Wow, this was amazing. But, of course, we've got to do ratings. Uh, let's start with Dr. Kevin this week. Dr. Kevin, what do you say? What do you give this episode? Uh, I'm going to have to give this four cleanly shaven chin horns because <laughs> that's how many Gordon and or I should say Devin and Chris have. Uh, <laughs> and that's what they say they're going to do or what they were doing or something like that. That they have to go shave their yeah. horns. Well, Very they're going to get them waxed, I think, was what it was. And yes, yes. I give it four out of four. Well, these are shaving because, you know, <laughs> <laughs> they're a little more manly. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? We were just on our way to get our chin horns waxed. Uh, how about you, Miranda? What do you think? Uh, that was a great episode. Great episode. Um, 
It was perfect, as is every episode of The Orville. Uh, I would give it a... I'm trying to think of how to phrase this. I'd give it a 99 out of the summer of 99. I'd give it 99 <laughs> of those. Great rating. As always, uh, Tim, how about you? What do you say? Well, this episode scores well because Kelly's primarily not in it. Oh, yeah. Um, And I have to say, while I didn't necessarily see the parallels that I think you saw to, like, religion in general, I still think you're wrong on that. But uh, (laughs) it had a lot of kids, and you get a million points for every kid. So this episode got 10 billion points. (laughs) You get a lot for not having Kelly in it. Yeah, wow. <laughs> this must be like the so, best episode yet. I think it's second best after the stars one. Oh, right. Yeah. Someone should make a wiki so we can keep track <laughs> of this. Uh, I think I'm going to give it a 15 krill in church, uh, 20 krill babies in class, and uh, like 5,000 pages of the krill Bible. Um, perfect score, as always. Every episode is the best episode, and I loved it. God, am I happy to see you. Um, and I, I was actually not bored at all, and I thought it was the funniest episode yet, too. Mm. Okay, so that is the episode, you know, actually talking about the show. Uh, we do need to talk about these other podcasts. So far as I know, every Orville podcast is still going. None of them have quit yet. Even the Orville will be canceled? Ooh, maybe not that one. I haven't checked. I hope uh, not. Do you have any info on that one? No? We just assume they probably... Okay, thank you. But last week we went after one of the big dogs, uh, the Orville podcast. Not good. Not a good show. But it's way... It's, it's like light years ahead of the Planetary Union Network podcast. This show is one of the worst. You know, I listen to a lot of podcasts because I am kind of a podcast boy. A lot of people might know that about me. But this is maybe the worst podcast I've ever listened to. Um, I've got a very damning clip for you guys to hear. Uh, have you guys been listening to this podcast at all? Oh, every episode. Yeah, weekly. Oh, you actually listen to everyone? <laughs> yeah, just, I hate him so much. I gotta listen I, to everyone. I play it and I just stick my middle fingers up to the speakers <laughs> the whole time. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm going, I hate this. I hate this. I hate this. It's hard for me to hear what they're saying because I'm talking over it. Uh huh. And they definitely rely on that gimmick where you have, you know, an actual person from the show on your podcast. Like, come on. It's so forced. What's the best thing to do is to have a, a group of best friends on and they talk about the show. That's what's good. That's what people want to hear. But I've got this clip. Uh, in this clip, they get. Um, what is her name? Oh, Halston Sage, the lady that plays Alara on the show. I, I just got to play it for you because you guys will not believe if I try to explain it to you. Are you ready? <laughs> yes. Here we go. Roger. Uh, so anyway, that's why I think the show needs to be way less diverse. Uh, all right now. So it's time for the guest segment. Now this week we got Halston Sage on the Planetary Union Network podcast to talk about what it's like to play Alara Catan on the Orville. Houston, welcome to the show. Houston, actually, Dan. Uh, whatever. Uh, I'm looking at your bio here on Wikipedia, and it says you're an actress or something? Well, yeah, I'm an actress on the Orville, what your podcast is about. I also own the world's biggest 
panty collection. I got every shape, size, color, and fabric of panties. Anything your mind can imagine, <laughs> I've got it. To be honest, I do the acting shit mostly to make money for buying panties. Huh, huh. That's, uh, that's, that's uh, a very, very interesting fact. And uh, something you probably wouldn't hear about in other podcasts. This is the kind of thing you can only learn by having the very real actors on the podcast. Which is why we do that every week on the show. So, what do you do on the show? Are you like the captain's uh, girlfriend or something? I play a strong alien broad. Hey, what's going on, Aiden? Haven't you seen the show? Haha, <laughs> no! I don't watch that garbage! I'm just in it for the podcast, uh, you know, fame. I, I watch clips on YouTube if I even bother to get around to it. It's honestly quite fucked up. Seth MacFarlane does so much work writing, directing, and starring in the show. You're really missing out. Wait, Seth MacFarlane is involved in this show? I hate that guy after he roasted my beloved celebrities when he hosted the Oscars. Get the hell off my show, Tawny Katane. Listen, folks, I'm real sorry about that interview. We're going to take a, uh, a quick break. When we come back... It's time for our weekly segment of chewing caramels into the mic for 30 minutes. This is Geek Punk. Okay. I don't even was, know where to start um, with this. Was that really it? Was that really the show? <laughs> yeah. Um, is that really what they do on yeah, that show? That's both. That's so. Um. <laughs> Well, yeah, you guys listen every episode, you know. That's, I, can't, okay. I can't hear it. Of I'm course, so I remember it all the time. I remember uh, my favorite hosts, of course. That's the 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 least sensitive representation of a woman I've heard since I watched the Orville. <laughs> like I said, it's super easy to get these guests on the show, but you know, I kind of almost wonder: was that even really the real Helston Sage? I, do these people like the Orville who do this show? Well, I've heard I've heard she's actually blonde, so who knows what else she's hiding? Like, uh, you know, yeah. you know. So I, you know, I haven't seen her in any interviews. She's just maybe a great actress. And uh, geez, uh, that that podcast is just <laughs> man. You do not want to listen to that. That is the way they treat. If we had a guest on here, we wouldn't uh, uh, from the from the show. We wouldn't. I mean, unless you know it was Orville, uh, or 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 Lamar, or Gordon, Bordis would probably have on too. Um, who else would you guys have on the show? Like anybody uh, from that opening scene of the show where they're all in the hangar, and yeah. uh, he talks yeah. about how often he pees. Anybody that was in that scene, I would have on the show. Okay, yeah, that's like at least like what, like fifty people. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, I'd, we could. I'd, uh, I'd take a Norm Macdonald. Yeah, but but yeah, like uh-huh. like like I'm saying, but other than that, we would never do. We would never have any of that bullshit. If we did, we would treat him with respect, kindness, and geez, like that host. Look, I listen every week. But God, fuck <laughs> him, man. Just shut up, man. I. Why did he say that he hates Seth MacFarlane? Is that supposed to be a joke? It must be. Uh, it's not a funny joke. And I I almost got the idea that maybe he doesn't even watch the show from listening to that which i hate to say because i just feel like he's missing out you know just on his own like he should watch it just to be happy yeah what was all that stuff about like what are you the girlfriend or something like 
You should know what she is. If you're hosting a podcast, you should be like well versed in the lore. Greggy, was that really the show? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, this is gonna be fun. This is this is gonna be a new fun thing. Guys, if we if we get Hal- if we get Halston Sage on the show, I think we can do that at some point. I'm sure we'll mm-hmm. get her and we'll show her how we treat a lady. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. And right. Miranda, you guys can have a little, you know, girl time or whatever. Yeah. You, know? you do your own segment. Just you, just the girls. Girl chat. Yeah. <laughs> so we're cool with that. Yeah, it's fine. We'll just put we'll put ourselves on mute for a few minutes. Uh, Tim will go to the bathroom, like you were saying earlier. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so like I'm saying, these other Orville podcasts need to just hang it up because they can't do as good a job as us. Uh, that was disgraceful, what we heard there. The sound quality alone is enough that they should never do a show again. Yeah, it was uh, yeah. Yeah, not it was good. Bad, bad show. Bad show. There was too much air in the room. You could hear it. <laughs> It isn't just bad shows that are talking about the Orville this week. Also, uh, I heard some Orville talk on one of my favorite podcasts, uh, Hollywood Handbook. Did you guys hear this? Yeah. 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 It they was, didn't talk about us. Right. That was a little <laughs> disappointing. Slow, slow your roll. <laughs> but it was oh, really yeah. cool to hear, you know, <laughs> the Orville being talked about on one of my favorite shows. We were at Halloween Horror Nights at Universal with, um, it was just me and Mike um, O'Malley. And we had gone solo and just ran into each other there. So uh, that was nice, just to have someone to kind of, like, go squeeze. around with. Yeah, yeah exactly. when you get too scared. And warn about the uh, ghosts that are coming corner, and all that stuff. Yes. Ghosted so here. This, you take turns going ahead, and you, then the other person comes in, and before they come in, and you, you say, okay, so this guy, he's a ghost. He's going to come out of here. Mm-hmm. Um but the you know they have the ma- all the mazes for the different shows and stuff. The Orville maze is really really scary. Well, that sounds very scary to me because just the idea of having to captain a ship with your ex wife as your first yes. mate. So they they debrief you when you show up, and you're you are Captain Ed Mercer. Uh, and uh, the, your ex-wife Kelly Lawson, I want to say, is mm. the, yeah. Like when you show up in the maze, they're like, "Here's your ex-wife," and you're oh no, and so she's with, with you going through the maze, which is what's happening to him. Yeah, he's going on these missions that are incredibly intense, incredibly mm-hmm. scary. And the only person he can rely on is a person who committed the ultimate betrayal, which is fucking like a crazy alien. <laughs> yes, and Bordas is there. All the ghosts are Bordas. Oh. But he's, like, surprising you, but he is your friend, so he's surprising you with, like, food and treats and stuff. But when you first see him, it is always very scary. I know it wouldn't fit, but you know what I wish was in that maze? One of these porgs. Yeah. Are these cute, these it porgs? They could have put some porgs Well, in they're the in maze. space. They live in space, yes, right? They, they and so does the space. Orville. Yeah. I was very excited for that, which makes it so much harder to have to say at this point. Um, Hollywood Handbook, you need to stop. I don't know if you have to stop doing the podcast in its entirety or if you can just stop talking about the Oroville. I don't know. What do you guys think? I would allow them to guest on the show if they wanted to, <laughs> if they wanted to talk about the Oroville. Yeah, that's what you have to do. They need to guest on so that we can give them their verbal warning. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think if you if they are going to talk about the Oroville, it should be on the uh, the official, the Oroville podcast, mm-hmm. not on... 
I would potentially very, very great podcast, but you know it's not official it, it, with Orville in any way. Like us, I, so. I, I would potentially consider a deal where we record together an episode of this podcast, and then it's jointly released on the two streams, but it's still branded as "Here's Hollywood Handbook." This week, it's an episode of the official Orville podcast. I would consider that. Mm-hmm. I maybe yeah. if they if they threw in some monetary compensation. <laughs> oh, anyway, cash yeah, has to be. I, I don't want to fill out a W two. My hands are <laughs> killing me from picking up from all these W twos. You're picking up all these W twos. <laughs> <laughs> so One cash, please, yeah. cash, yeah. Because I'm, I'm the backbone. I'm one of the backbone. We, all of us, we're backbones <laughs> of America, people. You know, yeah. yeah. Well, the we own this small business together. <laughs> The official Orville Podcast LLC. Yes, and please, IRS, back off. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's the other podcast segment. Uh, I want to give. I think every week, pretty much, we give a shout out to somebody that left us an iTunes review. Uh, this week, Night E Night left us a review. Uh, he says everything is official, five stars. Uh, I love the way this podcast sounds. It's funny. It's smart. And hey, it's official. It's a good hook, and it's kind of like if you as a listener were a fish and you got to eat the bait, and they hook you, and then you just get to keep eating just for an hour and a half. Then they release you back in the water. Very official. Wow. It's true. All of that is yeah, true. That made sense. It is official. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, yeah. Can't argue with it. Well, some of these trolls from other podcasts were saying how uh, we use the official, the Orville podcast, as a hook to get people in. So I think oh, he was responding I- to that. I forgot about that rumor. Jeez. <laughs> they're still, they're still, it's these fucking Star Trek, these Trekkie dickheads mm-hmm. out there splitting their fingers like a bunch of freaking, that V stands for virgin. We all know it, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so just, you know, back off and, you know, stop reading our, stop spreading these lies to try to sabotage us and Seth McFarlane. Cause we know you hate him. We're making a better show than you. Mm-hmm. Couldn't agree more. So stop rating us. And kill yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but all you good Orville, official Orville li- podcast listeners, go rate and review us and leave a nice review like Nighty Night did. Yeah, Nighty Night doesn't have to kill himself because <laughs> he yeah, wrote a good review. Unless he wants to. I mean, if that's Thanks. what he's into. <laughs> Nighty Night. Don't kill yourself. We would never advocate anything like that. <laughs> Not for our good listeners, no. Just, yeah, if you're a good if, person, don't even if, consider if it. You, if you are thinking of it, either listen to Sunset Boulevard or Alex Arbor, <laughs> any track from Alex Arbor. <laughs> It'll cheer you right up. Mm. Hard as a rock in no time. <laughs> and, 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 and you don't want to kill yourself when you're that horny. <laughs> Because it's true, when you die, everything stays exactly how it was. So if you had a boner, she's going to have that till the casket. <laughs> uh, so now it's time for the Orville on Twitter. <laughs> this week, I've got some great tweets for you guys. First of all, uh, Pizza Ghost Boy at underscore jackal 
uh, on the 16th of October. He said, uh, got two magnums of Chardonnay plus a fifth of Jack. Time to sit back and relax and watch the hashtag the Orville reruns till the cows come home. Wow, Jack, we're what? with you. Everybody, uh, I just want to say, everybody, cheers. Let's <laughs> clink our glasses. Hey. Yay. Yay. But what, wow. um, uh, I don't have any cows. <laughs> oh, So man. I can't really sympathize with that. <laughs> Sorry. Should I just lie? Be like, okay, we'll edit this. Yeah, as and the, as the when my cows. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> when when the cows come home to roost, that's when it's time to stop watching the Orville. We all know that. Yep. Uh, let's see. Alara Kitan <laughs> at Lieutenant Alara Kitan uh, said, "All right, I had hashtag the Orville fan fiction I was writing before vacation. Better get back on that." LOL. We Alara wrote, Alara wrote that. <laughs> That's what it says. Fan fan fiction about herself. What? <laughs> yeah, I think that would be just releasing her own diaries or something. Ooh. Well, when Isaac Ooh. did it. It's oh. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she did post that from Cleveland, Ohio. It says. <laughs> <laughs> so she must be on Earth on leave or something. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Earth has been established in the show mm-hmm. as a place. So, yeah, it all checks out. <laughs> yep. Right. And please do get back on that as soon as possible. Send it in to us uh, at official Orville on Twitter. We want to hear that. Uh, or it, if, if you just want to read it to us on the voicemail, feel free. Uh, that's Splat Job AI. I don't remember the number offhand at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> and if, if any city is going to be around in 400 years, it's definitely Cleveland. So, sure. <laughs> Mm-hmm. She'll be there. Yep. Uh, Daniel Deitch at Dan underscore Deitch says, at Seth McFarlane, where can I pitch season two episode ideas for hashtag the Orville? And I also wanted to know that. So please, Seth, get at us. Let us know where we can send these ideas. Like, I would love if like, uh, w- what if what if there was an alien baby that was like strapped to a uh, a, tr- a space train track, right? And he's he's sitting he's sitting at a switchboard with a lever, right? And if he turns the oh, if he turns yeah, the train yeah. one way, it hits the baby. If it goes the other way, it, it it hits a bunch of people, right? But they're like old people, maybe. I would love mm. to see that episode. Yeah. And Seth, you can have that for free. That's yours. No, don't let him have it for free. Oh well, you have to come on the show if you use it. That's yeah. the and we have to come on your show. <laughs> yeah, we have to get to be on the Orville. <laughs> I want to be the baby. I want to be the alien baby. <laughs> I want to be. I want to be Gordon. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What? I want an episode idea I had was: what if they like discover a fountain of youth thing and they all turn into children and like babies and stuff? Oh. And that way we can have more child actors and be like, oh, I'm the captain of this ship. <laughs> they get kidnapped. Yeah. Yeah, and then Yafit can be like. Uh, what's happening to my pants? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have a similar idea, but so the fountain of youth, they drank from the fountain, it makes everybody horny, and everybody starts <laughs> kind of pairing off, and you know, who knows? Still, hell yeah. That. Still no porn parody out there for the Orville. <laughs> there are some of the I works have. I've heard. I've heard the, at the water cooler at work. Everybody's talking about the Orville porn parody that's coming up. <laughs> On TMZ and stuff, we got daily leaks coming out. I've <laughs> had Adam Schefter's <laughs> leaks had, coming out of their of their heads. Well, I've had is this Michael Caine? <laughs> <laughs> 
Hello, I'm Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> uh, yeah, if I was on the show, I would want to be Josh, Lars' <laughs> ex-boyfriend. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> oh, that'd be fun. Wow. You wouldn't be scared? <laughs> well, I would be able to... That would make it easy to act because I would just be like... I would be so scared of her, you know, because she could crush me or whatever. And that was what Josh was, too. So that would be fine. I'd like to be a jar of pickles on an episode. <laughs> see where we get. Uh, let's see. Kevin Duffy at Kevin Duffy 1980. He's t- tweeted this one from Grimsby, England. Um, and he says, hashtag the Orville. And that's the entirety of that tweet. <laughs> Love it. What else, what else needs to be said? Yeah. Don't mess with perfection. Uh, then America's Hope, hashtag at America's underscore hope, says, At Fox TV, hashtag the Orville is perhaps the beginning of a franchise as mighty as Star Trek itself. Think of the series as Star Trek, the original series. Expect spinoffs. And uh, that has one like. Uh, that was given by America's Hope himself. He, re- <laughs> he liked his own tweet there. Who would do that, Greggy? Honestly. I don't know. It's pretty stupid, I think. But Yeah, kind of childish. Actually, when it comes to that tweet, I think that is a good one to to like because it is true. I would love to see some spinoffs of the show. Yeah, maybe like just the Gordon and uh, Orville, just off off the ship together, kind mm-hmm. of spinoff. Oh, maybe they like get transported to like 1980s Miami <laughs> <laughs> or 1990 wherever on a bus (laughs) yeah they work at the bus station (laughs) i don't know i don't know where they're gonna go though (laughs) nobody knows i would love to see a a john lamar spinoff because then maybe we could get him on the screen for more than you know 30 (laughs) seconds at a time (laughs) i've heard rumors he's next episode look i don't want to spoil anything but he's he's getting the big spotlights on him Uh, this is these are the perils of recording an episode before two episodes have passed. Yeah, that's like, the problem. You might, be, yeah. you might be accidentally spoiling things. Yeah, if we spoiled you at all this episode, I'm so sorry. Um, they took the week off, so we got you know a little ahead of ourselves. If you need us to, we can take a week off. Uh, just please send us an email, call into the voicemail, let us know what you think. We did wait the 11 days mm-hmm. necessary. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So last one, don't worry, Tim, don't fall asleep yet. Uh, <laughs> Ryan Jock uh, at Ryan T. Jock says, can we start following Helston Sage or at Helston Stage instead of the Kardashian shit show family? Hashtag she's a role model. Hashtag <laughs> fuck making stupid people famous. Hashtag the Orville. Fuck yes, Ryan. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I'm Fuck so sick. Stage. Yes. I'm so sick of hearing about the Kardashians day in and day out. Like it's so constant. I want I want cameras. I want to know what Halston's mom, her boyfriend, her sisters. I want to get to know. I all definitely want to. Is there I anything her, like her Halston? Boyfriend, her boyfriend might be Seth. <laughs> What's his face from this show? So no. I definitely want to see that. Mm-hmm. Seth, oh, you say what's his face because <laughs> you when you look at his face, you're like, dear lord, like, what's his what? face? What? Like, what is his what? face? <laughs> well, she can yeah. only think of him now as Captain Orville. That's all she sees when yeah, she sees that's, him. Yeah, that's that's the reason why she forgot you his actual what? name. 
I, I don't want to say like I don't really trust women. But she, I think when she sees him, all she sees is dollar signs. You know? <laughs> oh no! Well, he is her boss, I guess. But you know what? Kim Kardashian, Halston Sage, they're all the same to me. You know? And this is where I'm drawing the line. Oh, if you're, if it's like. If you're either with me or you're against me, or if a listener's, I'm the one who hates women. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, um, Greggy, uh-huh. you don't, you're not going to read the official tweet with the wine? Oh, <laughs> no, I didn't grab that one. Uh, but yeah, well, let me see. I'll find it real quick. Also, at the official Orville wanted to get in on it. They uh, tweeted, grab a glass of wine and catch up on all six episodes of hashtag the Orville. Uh, then they gave a link to the Orville on Fox TV with a wine emoji and a gif of uh, that bitch Kelly drinking a glass of wine. <laughs> and it made me think, like, are they listening to this episode, or to our episodes where we talk about how wine is the official drink of the Orville? They have to be. There, there's literally no other explanation. Mm-hmm. So I want to, they should get in touch with us. They, why aren't they retweeting us more? Yeah, they, they definitely understand what's going on, and we're going to post a link of our, our boy Gordon enjoying a nice glass of wine in a kitchen. Uh, <laughs> that'll be in the episode description. We just like have to Photoshop something ugly so. out of it first. <laughs> <laughs> Tim, Tim, are, are you joining my... Uh... <laughs> no, 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 no. No, 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 no. Just, like, certain... Certain women. I, I want to just be clear. I love my mom. <laughs> I love my mommy. <laughs> and, you know, so not all women are bad, you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Hashtag not all women. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. I'm seeing the very bad tweet. Uh, this is from hashtag at the Orville is bad. I think this is the tweet, the Twitter of that podcast. The Orville will be canceled. Oh. Um, and their Halloween name on Twitter is Horror Orville Horrorville 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 Yeah, um, like and, women are all a bunch of whores. Well, there's no d- a- W in the front of it, but we can assume that's what they mean. Oh. Would be in line with the message of the show. <laughs> um, they, they say I'm about to have wine and watch the second half of the shit show, The Orville, Greg. Um, in reply to someone I assume is named Greg. <laughs> no, not to me personally, but someone else. Wait, Greg. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Okay, also so on this podcast, one of the hosts is named Greg, and one is named Jocelyn, and they were just signing their posts there. I now realize <laughs> what was going on. You guys, knock it off. Don't do your podcast, but also don't do our bits from our show either. Yeah, we like wine, but we really like it. You're just trying to like you know hop on our shit yeah the thing is they think that that's what makes us successful is talking about wine on the show <laughs> they're just aping us it's natural mm-hmm. it's like uh, our, our real- so yeah lastly we would just want to talk about uh, a great voicemail we received this week of course we received like hundreds of voicemails but um, we just want to talk about this specific one uh, but if you want to call in and get your you know your voicemail heard on air we have a chance we put, for it. We put them all in a hat. We pick yeah. one out of a hundred, like a hundred <laughs> voicemails. Uh, but the number is seven seven five two eight five six two two four. So give us a call, like this person did. Here we go. 
Hey there, Miranda and all the rest of the crew. Uh, my name's Eric. I'm a huge official Orville fan. Love you guys. Love everything you guys work on, you know, to further the Orville. And I, I'll keep this brief, but uh, you guys can call me back. It's again, that. You know, I've been giving these other Orville podcasts a listen, and uh, that uh, Planetary Union podcast, I'm going to say more like PU to that one. The Orville podcast, uh, more like the top Orville podcast. Uh, it's not the official Orville podcast. Um, you know, I, I'm a really big fan of Seth and just, you know, the, like all of, you know, I love Family Guy, Cleveland Rocks, American Man, uh, you know, Hail Seth, Full of Brats, I would be the chef. Um, I, I recently dropped my TV into a very deep lake, so I haven't been able to watch any of the Orville yet. But the way you guys are able to portray this show, I really appreciate it because it's kind of like I'm living it almost as a VR or AR experience. So it's almost like I'm not missing out on anything. Anyway, uh, just to keep this brief, you know, you guys take your time. Please don't rush doing the show. Like sometimes Seth can take a week off here and there. You guys can take a week off or a month off or whatever. Like it, it, all we need is more podcasts and, you know, you guys doing what you do. So thanks again, Miranda and whoever. I really appreciate it. Uh, if you guys know anyone in the county who's willing to come down and dredge out my uh, 55-inch from the lake, I'd really appreciate it. Just uh, give me a call. And uh, it's Alex Arbor Day to you, and I love you. Bye. Yeah, Eric. That, listeners, that's, that's how you do a voicemail, right? First of all, he kept it brief, like he told us. Yes. <laughs> um, second of all, well, he did give his last name and his uh phone number which we would prefer you didn't do so i don't have to bleep that out but on the other hand that is nice to know just in case you know we ever need to get a hold of him for any reason that's good should we call him <laughs> that would be really good think he's up? um unfortunately uh don't have a lot of time yeah <laughs> yeah so folks take eric's call as what you should be doing when you call in big fan of eric big fan of eric Eric, uh, that was so heartbreaking about your TV, and yeah. I, you know, I anybody just... in the county, please <laughs> get that get that big old thing out the lake. Thanks. <laughs> to to think that there's somebody out there who hasn't seen the Orville oh, I know. is I can't even bear to think about it. It's like you could probably get by with our recaps and and enjoy the show almost as much, but. You're missing so much. Yeah, I mean, they are pretty thorough. Uh, but thank you so much, Eric. Everybody call in. Um, leave a nice voicemail like Eric. Actually, call in and uh, tell Eric what a great job he did. And uh, we'll call <laughs> him uh, with the number he provided and play those for him. Uh, I think that's the show this week. Thank you so much for listening, folks. Greggy. Oh, did I miss Greggy. something? What? The Golden was... Ori. Oh, oh, and, yes, and of course. I, I want to say, Eric, I know you think you're going to probably get the Golden Ori, but you're not going to get it. <laughs> <laughs> no, can that I, was a one-time only uh, thing. Can I just make one suggestion about who should get the Golden Ori? Yeah, please do. 
Fats Domino died a few days ago, and I think he was pretty influential on the Orville and on all of our lives. And I just think it would be a really nice and special thing for you to give the Golden Ori to Fats Domino this week. I think he was probably a big <laughs> fan of our podcast as well as of the Orville, and it would be great mm-hmm. if we could honor him in this way. I would love if next episode of the Orville they do a little Fats Domino tribute. Yeah. Uh, I'll have a nice slice of pizza and yeah, <laughs> this. Can I get the crazy, get the cheesy bread and uh, wings. Oh. I, I I have a petition too. Um, I think okay. I really think it would mean a lot if we gave it to Betty White before she died, <laughs> so she yeah, could actually we, enjoy it. We never, we never, we never honor our heroes while they're still alive. Yeah, because yeah. uh, well, she was garbage until he died. Just because we didn't, we didn't give Fats Domino the golden ori and life is no reason to deny him that honor now well i i suggested fast domino in uh episode <laughs> two and three and nobody was willing to listen to me and you could check it out go back and I, listen. Were, were you even here were you even here in those episodes oh my gosh i'm here now right uh, yeah that's right whatever. he emailed it to us from his oh, vacation in the caribbean God. like oh you know, well, guys. I now that i'm not email. eligible i, didn't, uh, I, didn't I was email. i, I was researching researching i was researching the beach man <laughs> <laughs> i think that's the scuzzman line <laughs> <laughs> So what did this guy do anyway? He's like the founder of Domino's or something? <laughs> oh, Greggy. Oh, Greggy. Now, with that slight Fats Domino, I feel like you kind of got to give it to him to make up for what you just said. Oh. No, he was a he was a boogie-woogie man. Why Why is that good when we've already got Alex Harbour and Scott Grimes? <laughs> there would be no Scott Grimes without Fats Domino. I can oh, tell. I, oh, my God. I can tell Fats Domino was one of... Scott Grimes' biggest influences. I think it's the other way around. I think it's a back (laughs) situation. (laughs) Okay, you really swayed me, Miranda. Uh, I was 100% going to give it to Kevin this week, Um, but you've turned me around. Uh, Just imagining a world without Scott Grimes' music. Yeah, okay, Fats, congratulations down there in hell. You get the Golden Ori this week. Okay, and then I have a really important... I have Fats Domino's will here. And on page 33, it says, if I ever get the Golden Ori, please transfer it to Tim Treese. Wow. I, I'm reading this for the first time. I can't believe oh. it. I, can oh, I, man. Show us. Show us that will. I I have all these papers here, and I'm just flipping through the... Uh. Oh, wait a second. I believe that was signed by the lawyer from the Scott's yeah, Grimes video. I'm going to have to get the rapping lawyer in here to, to verify this. <laughs> Uh, okay. Hold on, I have a. So I think hold it, on, I have I have the oh, the rapping lawyer's phone number. Oh, no. Okay. Can we call him? Can we call him? Okay. Sam, you want to just do you want to just come clean now? Do you want to just come clean now before we have to call the lawyer and prove it? All right. I'm sorry. I I was mistaken. It's a different Fats Domino's will that I have. <laughs> And before we go, can I just say, can you imagine being in a Fats Domino's kitchen? <laughs> <laughs> guys, guys, what if Fats Domino and Scott Grimes shared a kitchen? Mm. Grimes' kitchen, it sounds dirty. Fats Domino's <laughs> kitchen sounds like it's going to be pizza. Grammy Domino's, yeah. 
What if they shared a tiny house together oh. and they lived together? They were roommates. What if they were on, like, they were on tiny house hunters all, together? All, all, <laughs> watch it. Of, all them instead of those fucking Kardashians. Oh, <laughs> hell yeah. Thank you. Uh, bye? Oh, okay. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Bye. Okay. Bye.